Welcome to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower and inspire you on your personal journey. From her cattle ranch in Alberta, this sassy psychic cowgirl uses her connections to universal energies to guide you to greater awareness and wisdom. Welcome to the show on this fine Wednesday. I um, <laughs> I was actually just on the phone with my mom, checking how things are with her. She's in sunny, warm Arizona while I'm here in the cold. I mailed her a letter yesterday, and I wanted to mail myself with it. Post office laughed at me. Yeah. I have pure later couriered myself home before, though. You know, when you're young and enterprising, just like... Good friend of mine and I used to uh, order pizza after a night out and get delivered to our house with the pizza. Got to be a little creative sometimes. Anyways, I was chatting with her, telling her about the events of my week so that we could have a good giggle. Yeah, how are things going? (laughs) You know, I've always amazed and I've chosen to be fascinated and interested by it instead of like depressed and anxious about it, how our soul lessons or things, you know, we need to learn or attract to learn to evolve and grow and learn who we are will find us no matter what. (laughs) You can try to hibernate, you can try to hide, but they will still find you. So if your life is peaceful and you feel like you're not learning, Be grateful for that because that just means there's nothing for you to learn at that present moment. Maybe you need to learn to be peaceful, but you don't need to learn by experiencing chaos. Be grateful. (laughs) Because, you know, when you're on this path and, you know, karmic debts are being completed and things you need to learn, they will just show up. You do not have to go looking for them. As you know, I've been, you know, focused on my ranch and kind of hibernating, and I'm not out as much as I used to be. And, you know, people that I interact with have noticed. They're like, yeah, we never see you anymore and things like that. 
And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm just focusing on other stuff right now. But don't worry, the lessons still find me. (laughs) I always laugh because it's like, you know, I'm at home here on my ranch, not really trying to interact with people, and still things get delivered to my doorstep for me to deal with. It's just how it goes. You can't escape your karmic lessons. They will find you. So if other people's world is completely chaotic and hectic and yours is peaceful, don't feel guilty. Feel grateful because you can't hide from them, and it's not that you're not um, experiencing a, a certain lesson. It just might be different than what you may expect. Be grateful for the lulls. Be grateful for everything that's happening that's good. Try not to get caught up in the shoulda, woulda, couldas. So um, I feel like, well, my world's been weird this week. There's been a lot of um, people dealing with people that are trying to create trouble, basically being jerks and I have to choose, consciously and awareingly, whether to engage and fight back or not. Now, let's remember that, you know, I'm a menopausal mama. So having said that, you already know or can figure out that I'm not going to let anyone push me around. It's not really my go-to. I won't start a fight with you, but I won't let you push me around, and if you start it, I will engage and finish it. Like, I'm not going to not. So I will, though, think about my choices and decide how I wish to proceed. We were dealing with someone who was so, so completely a jerk on Sunday at a kid's soccer game. Like, there was two of them. One simmered down after my friend kind of put her in her place a bit, and then my friend moved so that she couldn't be tempted to engage anymore. And then the other one, like little nasty comments, and basically they were mad that they weren't winning by a huge margin so they could get gold at the soccer tournament. They figured our team was an easy beat, and when it didn't turn out that way, they were, she was not graceful. She was terrible. Like, I get it. You know, cheer for your kids. But do not belittle and put down other kids. I don't, I don't tolerate that. I did rise up out of my seat once, and I had to count to ten twice. And so I decided that every time she started making a comment, I was just going to cheer louder for our team. And that made me feel better. And let's face it, I can yell. <laughs> I mean, I chase cows you got to have a loud voice for that. And so I just drowned her out. And I did notice a few things that were interesting. None of the rest of their team would sit with her. So that tells you. And they actually all smiled at us after and were embarrassed by her behavior. Um, She scrambled out of there, which was just an impressive feat on its own, as soon as the game was almost over so that she wouldn't have to face any of us. Because, of course, our team all sat together mostly because we all like each other. And we've dealt with this before. And we, as a group, choose to be classy about it. I mean, don't worry. I did my own passive-aggressive comments. But I I never belittled their team or their players because that's not right. That's just jerk face behavior. But I can cheer for my team and make mention that, hey, so-and-so, do good. They're scared of you. That was my way of encouraging my team and letting her know that I knew what she was doing. Now, because there is ways to handle, you know, jerk face behavior and confrontation without getting into a screaming match and bringing yourself down to their level. There's other ways to do it. And I ended up having to do it again yesterday. More than was yesterday, actually, but the big one was this fundraiser we do, and the person delivering the fundraiser, who we gave thousands of dollars to, 
showed up with a terrible attitude. He was so cranky, and he did everything he could think of to start a fight with me and another mom who were there as volunteers to make sure the progies got delivered to the right people at the right amounts and everything went smoothly. And he was a jerk to us from the moment we arrived. He arrived way early, like two hours early, and was mad we weren't there. Dude, that's not how this goes. And whined and complained, and he was he was abusive to us. And I uh, know. I said to him things like, can't you just work with us? We're here to help you. We're here to make sure this goes smoothly. I know what we know what we're doing, and we did. And it's interesting because we wanted to give him more money because they thought he, his paperwork said we only sold 200, and we knew we sold 202. We wanted to make sure he had the right amount of money and that our people got their products. And he fought us on that. We were wrong, and we weren't. (laughs) And just a jerk. And why? Whatever went on in his world that earlier that day or that week, he took it out on us who were there to help him. And so I used my big magic, and I protected all my, you know, mom friends and parents and everyone that came up from his jerk energy because, no, And I told him that he had a very bad attitude. And uh, he said, so do you. And I just laughed because, really, (laughs) yeah, I have a bad attitude, honey. If I would have had a bad attitude, you wouldn't be standing here. At one point he did suggest that maybe he could just unload it all and I could take care of it, Charlene and I. And I said, sure, that'd be great. And then he stomped off because that wasn't the reaction he wanted. His main purpose? was to start a fight with someone so that he could vent out whatever cranky energies he's had. And we chose to not fight back, but also not let him push us around. He didn't like it. He wanted us to fight back. That's what he wanted. And, you know, we, like, in the first half hour, we both said, never again. We won't be dealing with this person because this is not appropriate we're volunteers we stood out in the cold we were so frozen that it took me hours to warm up luckily my kids built me a fire and a hot bath like seriously it was not a pleasant experience but we do it for the kids we did it because we made quite a bit of money on this fundraiser and to be treated so poorly really? And he is the owner of this business. And he even did say at the beginning that he lost a bunch because of, I don't know, apparently he he felt that he got ripped off, that, you know, he gave out boxes and people took the wrong boxes and things like that. But from our perspective, I asked for an invoice a week in advance. And I said, we have these figures. We want to make, like, do you want to compare? And they never talked to me. I never heard back. I'm like, well, I can't, like, chase them down. Hopefully they looked at their figures and found the two boxes they missed. They didn't. Now, they're busy. I get it. But we wanted to work with them and make sure that they got paid the right amount. And he was just feisty. And he got his son on the phone who does the paperwork, and he was kind of, he wasn't very nice to me. And I'm like, look, we're trying to work with you. And then we found the two boxes. They were filling in an order, and that's where they had missed it. They missed it. They screwed up. And we weren't trying to say, well, you screwed up, not us. We were like, something's not matching. Let's figure it out. And they weren't interested. I said to him at one point, I said, I know we sold 202 boxes because it matches what we deposited in our bank. And he said to me, I don't care what you deposited in your bank. It's not in my bank. Wow. Okay. So we get to choose. Now, am I learning some soul lessons? Absolutely. I'm learning to choose how I react. Don't get me wrong. I would have liked to have punched him. I would have. 
Would have been kind of satisfying, I feel. But I didn't. Maybe energetically. That's where the magic comes in. But I wasn't going to let him push me around, you know. And so we would go in the school and we'd vent. Everybody, all of the staff and everybody knew what a jerk he was because they could see it. They were kind of laughing at us because we were fighting back with him and they could all hear it. And we'd go and we'd vent because you know what the beauty was? We have an amazing community. We could walk in and vent to the principal and the secretary, and they would help us, you know, deal with it. And then we'd walk back out and be nice because we were not going to take out our frustrations with him on the people coming to pick up the products. He could learn from that if he chose to. We didn't do it that way. But we could have, right? Isn't that what happens when someone's kind of a jerk to you and you take it out on the next person? That's what he did. That's how he chose to handle his frustrations. And so do I think he learned something from us? No. I think he's too mad. I don't think he's that self-aware. I think he was mad that he couldn't engage in us and have a fight because he probably wanted to drive away. He probably wanted to drive home, which is why he came so early, hoping he could unload the product. He could have. Honestly, he could have. We've done it that way before with other fundraisers. But he was short five boxes of product. He did not bring them with him. He miscalculated and was short. And so I did not want him to drive away because he needed to make it right with the people ordering and offer them. He did have three options for them. The problem was he had a very heavy, heavy accent, a very heavy French accent, and he was hard to understand. And so I, we wanted to make sure they knew their choices. All five of them chose to wait until December 15th, and he would deliver the five boxes. Whether he will or not remains to be seen. I'm going to try to take care of that beforehand. But... And then he took some of his frustrations out on one of them asking questions, and that was not appropriate. But look at how we get a choice. And so I get to celebrate that soul lesson that I did not – I didn't punch him. I mean, I know. Not really that violent, but, you know, sometimes it just feels like maybe that's the best answer. (laughs) There's a lot of that energy around, though. If you notice that your kids are more fighty right now, just ride it out. I just keep, you know, explaining to them that, you know, there is consequences for your choices, and I live that myself. If I would have punched him, it wouldn't have been a bright thing to do. It wouldn't have been a good idea. I acknowledge that I wanted to, but at the same time, I didn't follow through and do it because I wasn't willing to accept the consequences that would bring, right? Even now, like, I don't know if he's going to actually get us those five boxes. I'm going to have to follow up and check. And he could just decide not to. When I mentioned to him that he showed up with a very bad attitude, he uh, told me I was the one with a bad attitude. And it's like, yeah, okay, not really, but whatever. That makes you feel better to try to start a fight with me that way. And he said to me, I'd be happy never to come back here again, right? Good. We're fine with that. Because that's not how we roll. You know, as our community we have going on, it's pretty fabulous. And we all try to support each other and be compassionate. And if someone's having a bad day, we try to help them with it, try to make it better if we can. And that's what we were there for. We were there to make sure this went smoothly. And at the end, I said, that went well, I think. I said, you know, everybody left happy. Isn't that good? He wasn't about to acknowledge that because he was too cranky and too caught up in his own crankiness to even try. Too bad, right, because, you know, he did lose our business. So however many he said when he first got there that he lost, he could just add one more to it. And when he was saying that, I was thinking that, well, I'm pretty sure you're going to add one more to it today. So soul lessons. So he he had an opportunity there to have some soul lessons, and he did get them even if he didn't, you know, handle it gracefully. I mean, because there is consequences to how he treated us. Now, from his perspective, he may not see it that way, and that's, you know, not right or wrong, but chances are he's going to experience more situations similarly 
to either he makes a different choice in how he reacts or it just keeps happening. Uh, but I, I, unfortunately, if it keeps happening and he, he'll eventually lose all his business, and that's not cool. Like, I don't wish that for anybody. I am going to say to my friend, so do you think the universe is keep putting this kind of stuff in our path so that we will fight back once? Like, I don't know. What do you think? I'm going to make light of it because even though it sucked, it's always good to have an accomplice or a partner in crime, right? <laughs> and we do get these choices because soul lessons will just keep coming at you. Because, you know, we have things we're here to learn. And they will find you. The the trick is, I guess, is to get to know yourself, right? Get to know who you are. Oh, I was taking a class the other day, and I came across this great quote. And, of course, I misplaced that piece of paper. But it was something along the lines of, Knowing who you are, being solid in who you are, can help you understand other people. Isn't that kind of nice? Being solid in who you are will help you understand other people. I'm solid in who I am. I know I'm feisty. I know I can be kind of a warrior. I know I can get worked up at unfairness or when people try to ruin things for kids. And so I have to be aware of that and make choices that maybe are not what I really want to do, but it's a better choice in the big scheme of things. Make sense? Sometimes we have to just keep our mouths a little more shut than we would like to. I really don't like that part, though. I'm not going to kid you. Keeping my mouth shut is not always easy for me. I'm a little feisty, a little feisty. Um, we did have some junior high kids helping us with the progy delivery, and they were laughing because they could hear me fighting with this guy, and they wanted all the details. <laughs> and I said, oh, I'll tell you. They're like, oh, come on, you can share with us. And I'm like, oh, I don't have a problem with sharing with you because it's nothing terrible, and it's a good learning lesson. I said, but I'm not going to do it when he's still here because, you know, I'm trying not to set him off anymore, although my very existence seemed to. That's okay. You know, I and I've also chosen to share the experiences and make light of it. My mom says to me this morning, you seriously need to write a book. You have the best stories, and you're w- able to explain them in a humorous way, because I've chosen to look at the humor and the lessons in it, because otherwise... <laughs> I would be cranky like he is, and that wasn't a good look. Not a good look. I mean, and it doesn't mean that you have to, you know, always take the high road. And and sometimes the choice is to fight back in a little bigger way. Sometimes that is your choice. But you have to know yourself and try to look at the consequences and be willing to accept them however they are, Right. Sorry, I had a sneeze there. I'm probably going to catch a cold from being out in the freezingness yesterday. That's okay. That's okay. A lot of people got a lot of progies for supper, so yay, right? Yay. Okay. Whew. Just reliving all that energy from yesterday, it, it feels intense. Um, that's another thing I want to just give you a heads up about. Everything is feeling more intense right now. Everything feels bigger. We are in a world shift. Things are changing. We know this. We see it. Try to simplify your life. That's so my, you know, tools for handling these situations. I want you to, in that moment, if you can, try not to react without taking a big breath and kind of scanning in your mind what the consequences could be. So when Mr. McGrumpy Pants showed up and was grumpy, 
I knew I had choices. I could, you know, be more aggressive and fight back, or I could take a, a stand firmly but not raising my voice or being aggressive. And that's the one I chose, and so did the friend working with me. And we both just did it without even, like, talking. Like, we didn't have a chat about it. We just, this is the way we decided to do it energetically. We had a chat, though. And so um, if you can, before you have that big reaction, if you can take a nice breath and give yourself three to five seconds to kind of give a quick scan from your you know, past experiences on what the consequences could be and decide quickly if you're willing to accept them, right? Another choice I could have had was to completely kiss his butt and say, oh, whatever you need us to do, we're just here to help you. That will be fine. Oh, you would like that? Okay. But I wasn't willing to do that. And I made that choice not willing to do that. Menopausal. That's not that's not going to be my choice for quite a while. <laughs> I'm a little a little feisty. And so, if you can just take those moments, it will help you navigate. And then um another good tool though is if you don't, if you just fly off the handle, you end up in a big fight and then you regret it later. I mean, just work through the energies. Here's the thing. Try to reflect back and see where you could have made different choices so that you can be prepared to make that choice the next time because there will be a next time. There will be. Um, Reflect back to see if you can see a pattern. Like is there a pattern to these situations because there's something that you just haven't grasped about yourself and about yourself in relation to other people. Because if you can create an understanding of even just a piece of it, it will be easier to deal with the next time. You have to work on your self-awareness and your understanding. It's not as hard as you might think, though. I mean, we have patterns of the way we react. We, We live in patterns. We love patterns. When something like situation A happens, we can have a pattern of always reacting a certain way. But we can change that up. But we can't change it up without an awareness. Does that make sense? And you can. You can change how you react. You have a choice to start a fight or to not start a fight. And there's not a right or wrong because it's all a learning experience. I mean, earlier that day I was in a conversation with someone who was making no sense and and apparently she was also having a bad day. And um, at one point she started talking to me really slowly, like I was not bright whatsoever, but she was not communicating clearly. And it turned out later there was another same conversation. There was another instance where she didn't communicate clearly and she had to stop herself and say, wait a minute, no, it's not, no. Oh, no, it has to be like this. You're right. Again, I could have, like, snarled. But I chose, when she started talking to me really slowly, I laughed to myself because she was frustrated with me because I didn't understand what she was trying to communicate. It's okay. It's okay because, you know, we don't always communicate clearly. How many times are we trying to have a conversation, but we're actually having three conversations, two of them in our mind and the other one with the person who's right with us? Slow down if you can. Simplify your life. It will help you handle these turbulent energies. Because what you're doing is you're creating space and time for reflection. Now, we all know I believe in meditation. I believe in taking some time to be quiet and figure things out for yourself. I also believe in venting out 
energies, whether it's having conversations or I've been using my exerciser a lot to vent it out, which obviously has amazing health benefits because my clothes all fit, yay, even with the menopausal, you know, tend to gain weight. Find a way to deal with the energies in your world that's going to be productive and positive for you. I mean, venting to a trusted friend and letting them vent back to you creates good energy because you are connected, you are helping each other. That's a good thing. Um. My cows are good therapy because sometimes they just need yelling at. Because, <laughs> you know, we've got stuff to do. Um, but find ways to take that energy and vent it out. Because if you do not, it festers. Like the guy I had to deal with yesterday. Whatever had gone on earlier in the day or that week, he was letting it fester and it was, being vented out or showing up in a very unproductive manner because he was losing business. Just think about that for a minute. Something else to keep in mind is that everybody's in kind of the same energy. So someone may do something, again, I get to use the guy from yesterday. So when he was so cranky and wanting to start a fight with someone, if we would have fought back big, it would have escalated into something it didn't need to be. Because realistically, we only had that, like, what, two and a half hours to deal with him, and then we don't actually ever have to see him again if we don't want to. So was it productive or in? either of our best interests to fight back with him? No. Because once he's gone, he's gone. We can, like, wash our hands and have a hot bath and get warmed up and forget about him. We could tell a good story now, though, because we do have a parent council meeting, and we will be sharing. (laughs) We will, you know, make it colorful and fun. But really, we don't ever have to deal with him again. That can be the consequence he gets, and the benefit for us. Does that make sense? Like think about, you know, in the big picture, is it worth it? It might be and it might not be. That's for you to decide and for you to make the choice because we do have the freedom of choice in these kinds of situations. need to check the time because I want to make sure we have time for our meditation because today's guided meditation is to um, create a powerful force and positive strength within. Having a positive strength within is that inner courage, that inner self-confidence, completely complements being solid in who you are so you can understand other people better. Because when you don't react in a way they're trying to get you to, it deflates the energy, and the energy has no more power. And you can look at it as people having power over you if they're trying to engage you in something you don't want to do, and you do it. Make sense? You do it when it's not really something you want to do. You have your own power. You have the power to walk away. You have the power to say, no, thank you. You have the power to say, I'm sorry you're having a bad day. Let's try. Uh, Hopefully we can make it better. We're here to help you. But don't be a doormat, right? It's a bit of a line. You have to... um, Be aware for your own self. And it's also a learning thing. So if you're a doormat one day and you decide, no, I'm not doing that again, you can. 
I do believe the energies have become more intense because we've chosen to accelerate our learning. Because haven't you noticed also that you'll have an experience, it'll be intense, and then it'll be done over, and you don't even think about it again. It's like it's, it's done. It's done what it needed to do, and it's gone. You've let it go. You've moved on. And someone will remind you, and you'll be like, oh, yeah, that did happen, didn't it? Because you moved on to your next experience. Take heart in that, right? That means you're doing well. This earth school isn't easy. It's a bit of a challenge. It's for the brave. So if you're here, you're brave. The end. All right. I'm just going to take a breath and a drink of water, and then we'll start our the Dragon and Treasure Cave journey. Yay! So much fun. All right. So if you want to get in a comfortable position, if you want to just take a drink of water, I'll just give you about 30 seconds to get arranged, and then we'll jump in. we go with our journey. Become aware of your breathing for a few moments. And as you begin to settle more comfortably into the solid support beneath you, take three big deep breaths And as your normal, natural rhythm of breathing continues, your eyes will close and you'll remain focused on the sound of my voice. As all the other sounds begin to drift into the background because they're unimportant for you to pay attention to, they can only take you deeper into this relaxation. And even though you may drift away from the sound of my voice, you'll sense when to come back to it in an easy and effortless way. At this point, as your concentration draws to your feet, you begin to visualize and imagine you're walking in a place that's very beautiful and serene. And with every breath you take, you give yourself permission to send this comforting energy through your legs, from the toes into your heels, your ankles, knees, and your thighs. You become aware of a comfortable sensation in your legs as you walk through the beauty of this place. With every breath, you begin to sense the air around you. A gentle something that sends a warm and nurturing sensation all around your body, from your thighs, 
your stomach area and through the solar plexus. You begin to become more comfortable as a deep inner calm begins to form. As all of your senses begin to heighten because you become more and more aware of all that is around you in this beautiful, serene place. You continue to feel even more calm as this comfortable sensation moves through your chest, as you breathe easily and effortlessly, making your way through this place that is very peaceful and secure for you. As you notice the sounds around you, as you listen, the beauty of where you are speaks to you in a special way. Your head, neck, and shoulders begin to release into comfort. And in a moment or two, you begin to imagine choosing a particular spot in this beautiful place of yours to recline and rejuvenate into an even deeper comfort. And with every breath you take, your comfort now seems to double having made that decision. The warmth and gentle something of the air seems to wrap itself around you even more, as though there is a wholehearted agreement about the spot in your place that you are reaching out to with your arms, your hands, and fingers. As they touch what is there, comfortable and easy, and you become aware of the textures. As you imagine settling into the comfort that awaits you, and just allow for this time to connect to the beauty and peacefulness that is here for you. All you have to do is breathe. Just breathe simply and with ease and comfortably allowing. In a moment, when we count backwards from five to zero, you'll feel yourself become even more deeply connected to this spot at zero. And now at five, four, Three, two, one, zero. Deeply, deeply relaxed. The door of your imagination opens up and you walk through to discover the unknown. The familiar suddenly changes and the path slopes up and takes a turn off into a place you have never been before. What is it like there?
and you take this path on purpose and with purpose, you're going to have to make a plan. You are on the lookout for the land of the dragon. Ancient tales say that hidden within the dragon's treasure cave is a different kind of treasure, a mysterious experience of some kind. Something you go through feel, and will be of great value to you. You will come to a place on the path where you can look over to see your goal. The treasure cave with the dragon always on guard at the entrance to keep everyone out. What does the dragon look like? How do you feel about the dragon? There are three ways you can get by the dragon. You can fight it. You can distract it. Or you can befriend it. First, you decide and make your plan to get past the dragon. Now that you know what you are going to do and you make your move, notice what happens and how it goes. I'll give you a few moments to do this.
Now, what are your feelings about this dragon? You walk forward into the treasure cave. What's it like inside? What kinds of things are in there? What do you have to do to find the mysterious experience? Where do you discover it? What is the experience? What is its value to you? How do you feel about what you have discovered? Is there anything you take with you from the treasure cave?
When you are ready to leave, you find the path forward. So for now, while the images fade, let the conscious and subconscious work together harmoniously and bring back the positives from this journey today. At zero and at one, with a deep cleansing breath in, as we begin to come up and out to Three, four, five. Eyes open wide awake. Eyes open wide awake and say your name out loud. Give yourself a nice breath in. Nice. I have to giggle because I um, I tune in to see what I'm supposed to talk about before we do the mythic journey. And I was told, you know, to talk about karma and things and about choices and how we react. And then when it comes time about the three ways that you can get by the dragon and you had three choices, I had to giggle to myself because look at how your team has you covered, right? Giving you different ways and options to experience things and to understand yourself better. Pretty cool that way. Okay, so um, that's the end of our show for today. I'm just going to give you a little teaser. So next week on the second half of the show, The Guided Journey, to help you free from expectation and allow unknown to happen, especially into regions of possibility. Doesn't that sound amazing? All right. Well, you guys have a great rest of the week. Um, Notice what you notice. Um, Watch how you react to things. And we will be together next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. You have been listening to Psychic Cowgirl Radio with Shannon Lackman. Practical, insightful conversations to empower you on your personal journey. To connect with Shannon directly, visit PsychicCowgirl.com. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-C-O-W-G-I-R-L dot com.